Good afternoon and welcome back to the Sunday School Podcast, the pod all about digging deeper into the Bible using social, historical, and scientific context. I'm Sean Parker and today we're going to answer the question, is Jesus God? Now I want to apologize for my voice. My two-year-old son can't share his toys, but apparently he's very good at sharing his germs and every time he gets sick, I'm right behind him. But did you know Jesus never uttered the words, I am God? For that reason, there are many today who don't believe in the deity of Jesus. Having grown up in the church, this is something uh, I've never questioned. Uh, we believe in the Trinity, and as a part of that, Jesus is God. And it wasn't until recently, in an online forum, that I saw people arguing on this very topic. To me, it seems silly that anyone would believe Jesus was anything other than God, uh, but let's actually look at what the scripture tells us. To me, recognizing Jesus as God can be broken down into four areas. What does the Old Testament say about the coming Messiah? What did Jesus say about himself? What did Jesus' followers say about him? And what did God the Father say about Jesus? Now, people who deny Jesus' godhood typically admit that he was the Messiah and the Son of God, uh, but they recognize him as a prophet and greater than the angels, but still beneath God. So if you recognize Jesus as the Messiah, then you have to believe what the Old Testament said about the Messiah. If we read Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7, it says, For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. Some say that, like others in the Bible, uh, calling Jesus where it says, Mighty God, he will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Uh, they're saying that this is like elsewhere in the Bible when it's making a statement about God. In other words, it's saying mighty is God uh, is his name. But if we look at the New Testament for the actual fulfillment of this prophecy, we see that the rest of this verse or these verses were actually ascribed directly to Jesus. And it would only make sense that the term mighty God was being applied to him as well. If we look at Luke 1 verse 32, he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. One of the names for the coming Messiah given in Isaiah is Emmanuel, and Emmanuel literally means God with us. Other scriptures in the Old Testament confirm this as well. Jeremiah 23 verses 5 and 6 say, Look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will raise up a righteous branch for David, 
He will reign wisely as king and administer justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell securely. This is the name he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. So here we see another time that Jesus or the coming Messiah is to be called Lord. The word used for Lord here is Yahweh, which is the Hebrew name for God. Again, in Zechariah chapter 2, verses 10 through 13, it says, Daughter Zion, shout for joy and be glad, for I am coming to dwell among you. This is the Lord's declaration. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on that day and become my people. I will dwell among you, and you will know that the Lord of armies has sent me to you. The Lord will take possession of Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and he will once again choose Jerusalem. Let all humanity be silent before the Lord, for from his holy dwelling he has roused himself. So here we see God said he was going to come and dwell among us. So clearly the Old Testament prophecies are recognizing that the Messiah, or Jesus, was God. But what did Jesus actually say about himself? If he didn't directly say, I am God, which, if you think about it, would have been a pretty unnatural thing to say about yourself. You know, I don't I don't walk around saying, I am human. So he would have referred to himself as God in other ways. And I think we see examples of that in the book of John. And in the book of John, Jesus actually identifies himself as God multiple times. John 10.30, Jesus says, I and the Father are one. This is further qualified three verses later in verse 33, where it says, We aren't stoning you for a good work, the Jews answered, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. So the Jews that it's talking about here clearly thought he was calling himself God, and Jesus didn't correct them. In John 8, verses 58 and 59, Jesus calls himself God again. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. So the Jews again recognize that Jesus is calling himself God. And one of the sins most deserving of death would be to claim to be God. And so this is why you see in both these instances, they wanted to stone him. And the way that Jesus here refers to himself as God is by using the term, I am. Now, this was a name that the Jews would have recognized as being a name for God, because if you look back in Exodus, this is the name that God told Moses to tell the Jews to call him so that they knew that he was being sent from God. So Jesus is clearly referring to himself as being God. The Old Testament scriptures referred to the Messiah as God. And now let's look at what Jesus' followers who wrote the New Testament actually called Jesus. Uh, The book of John begins with a statement confirming that Jesus was God. John chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 say, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, 
and without him was not anything made that was made. And then on down in verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So then what is this word? We go down to 14. The word became flesh. That's Jesus who was sent down from above. So John very clearly is stating that Jesus was God and was with God. So this is further confirmation in the Trinitarian belief that you have one God, but there's three persons in one. And we'll talk a little more about that shortly. Now, towards the end of the book of John, we see Thomas called Jesus, my Lord and my God. Jesus doesn't correct him. Titus chapter 2 verse 13 says, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus' followers clearly believed him to be God. Jesus himself claimed to be God, and the Old Testament prophecies pointed to the Messiah being God. But what does God the Father say about the Son? In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8, he says, But of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. So, God is calling Jesus God. That's pretty indisputable at this point. Um, But how do we reconcile, as I mentioned, this Trinitarian belief that there's only one God, but we have a God the Father and a God the Son, and and then this this third God, which is called the Holy Spirit, you know, that you know, we're a monotheistic religion. This seems very polytheistic. How does this make sense? And and one of the simplest ways I've heard uh, that you can look at it, uh, and it's not a perfect analogy, but it's it's still pretty good, is if we imagine the sun, and this is not S-O-N, but S-U-N. Uh, and if we look at God the Father as the sun, we look at Jesus as the light, and we look at the Holy Spirit as the heat. The Spirit is what we feel, Jesus is what we see, and then God is the being of all three of them. So recognizing that Jesus is God is important. John 14, verse 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So it's pivotal that we believe in Jesus. It's pivotal that we believe that Jesus was God. Because as sinners and as people of the world, We owe a debt to the eternal God. That debt had to be paid for us to receive salvation. And the only thing that could pay that debt is an eternal being. You know, God paid the debt that we owe. And so salvation can only be achieved through faith in that God, and that's Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So don't ever doubt that Jesus is God. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to leave a review in whatever player you use to listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. New episodes are released every Sunday.
God bless.